Hello, club members, and welcome back to another exciting mini episode of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. I'm Kate, and I have my sister Emma over there. Say hello. Hi, guys. And today we're going to talk about what I want to talk about because this is a mini episode. We loosen the rules. We talk about whatever we want. And today I'm in charge. And tragically, I want to talk about one of my favorite events in the entire world. What can only be described as a spiritual journey to my Mecca. I think I know. This is going. <laughs> this is talking about. This whole episode is about Halloween Horror Nights. Nice, Woo, very nice. Halloween Horror Nights. So, um, specifically, I want to talk about. Um, I mean, Horror Nights Week. I could talk to you guys for like literally three days, but I want to talk specifically about HHN three Halloween Horror Nights, the thirtieth anniversary, which was announced for this year. And I know Emma knows a little bit about it because our dad texted us on our group chat about a very specific house. Emma, did you see that group chat? Yes, I did. So I knew I was relieved to see that Halloween Horror Nights is happening this year. It and is. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I do know there's going to be a Beetlejuice house because um, yes. dad shared it in our group chat because our brother Austin is very into Beetlejuice. Um, historically. That's putting it lightly. Yeah. yeah. Like obsessed, uh, <laughs> knows like is very into what is the what is the singer who does the oh harry belafonte very into harry <laughs> belafonte because of beetlejuice also very into both renona winona writer and who is it that's in schitt's creek who now? isn't who isn't winona writer schitt's creek Who's oh my goodness oh Catherine, my god what's her name no, Catherine, Catherine o'hara Catherine yeah. o'hara god she's amazing so he's really infused a lot of beetlejuice into he's also life. seen the broadway musical because he saw it when it he lived in dc he's in la now but when he was in dc he got to see the broadway show before it was the broadway show like the previews when they were testing it out like is this good enough for broadway um it was it's doing quite well well broadway as a whole is not doing well now we'll talk about how the pandemic affected halloween horror nights okay fair. but first i just kind of want to talk about horror nights in general for those of you who have never been or don't know anything about it. So Halloween Horror Nights is a, a seasonal event, I'll say, at um, Universal Studios Orlando and Hollywood where they have the park. It's a separately separately ticketed event. They have the park open around like 6 p.m. It normally cl- it closes at 5. They reopen it at 6, and the park is packed full of scare actors. They have scare zones you walk through, and they're all different themes. They have multi- multiple different themed scare zones. Um, one of my favorite ones that they've done was a trick-or-treat scare zone from the horror movie, which we covered on this podcast. And so they had all the jack-o'-lanterns. They had a little lollipop kid. And um, the scare zones are just the tip of the iceberg because they also do full movie level production horror houses like 10 to 11 at least at the florida location that i can attest to horror houses that are outstandingly produced um and they do new ones every year yeah as someone who's not even necessarily into haunted houses like i've gone to them with kate and austin before um and i enjoy watching people get scared and occasionally me if there's a werewolf involved but um yeah (laughs) she doesn't like werewolves yeah no um but it's very and very very impressive. If you like movies at all, like production at all, it's very enjoyable to see these very well thought out and well designed productions that have extremely movie well level quality, movie level quality um, content. Yes. So and and I would say at least from the sheer numbers of people who are at these events because they are packed body to body. 
in like 103 heat index sweating bullets, two hour lines. They are packed full of people and they cannot all possibly be huge horror fanatics. Maybe they are, maybe they are. But I know for a fact that I have friends and people who I've talked to in the queues who go, who just go because it's this huge spectacular event that you like can't miss. So it started, um, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but this all kind of started in this Horror Nights obsession started whenever we were very little and far too little to be going to Horror Nights. Do you remember I remember. This? You remember? I remember. <laughs> we were little and we would go um, periodically to Universal Studios with our family. Um, we'd drive from Mississippi to go and uh, the, we, we were too young to go to these Horror Nights events, um, but we knew about them and we thought they were the coolest because they're, you know, they're adult. The park's reopened it's at nighttime um there's alcohol and debauchery <laughs> i don't think that we were drawn to the alcohol i think we were like seven years old but no. I, I remember it there was um, that's probably true planning books that that my, our parents were very into because they would they would extensively plan we went to to amusing parts as far as like which when to get there, when the opening is, you know, what, what restaurants to go to, what restaurants are actually well rated, what order to go to rides in order to kind of beat the line. So there was, I remember there being a section about Halloween horror nights in the universal Orlando one. And Kate and I just getting very fixated on that. Oh, that's right. Yes. We were super, super excited and we knew that we couldn't go, but we we're like one day we're going to be adults. I think, I think we we're like, we're going to be in college and we're going to go and it's going to be awesome. And, um, we didn't get to go because, um, college is expensive and horror nights is also expensive. Yeah. But, um, whenever I was in vet school, it was my third year in vet school and me, and uh, my fiance, who I dragged along with me, and then one of my friends, Ariana, who is from the Orlando area and is very familiar with Horror Nights, who was in vet school with me, um, we all went. And I was like, we're going. Like, it's, it's the middle, it's my, I get a fall break. I don't care. Fuck tests. I'm going to go get spooked. And so we went. <laughs> and I remember thinking it was just the coolest shit ever. And so I called Emma and I'm like, Emma, it's even better than we thought it yeah, was. I was so and jealous. Like, <laughs> And I called my dad and I was like, dad, it's even better than we thought it was. And then I was like, we're all going to go next the next year. And so we did. And um, I remember this very vividly. I remember being in the car driving there and I was like panic strategizing and like looking at maps. Do you remember this a little bit? I was like, we like the order that yes, we hit actually. the houses because the year before, like it was so worth it, but it was so tedious because <laughs> the lines can get up to two hours long. And that's not like you know, the theme park, oh, it's two hours, but it's really 60 minutes. No, it was like, oh, it's two hours, but it's really three. And so you had to pick what houses you wanted to go to. You could not see them all. Yeah. I remember you talking about how long the lines were. Uh, Was that the first year? Did we go to the next year? We went the next year. Okay. And we were going because our, our whole family was going to Universal in general. And then we decided that we were going to break off Kate, myself, our brother and our dad were going to break off and, and do the evening Halloween Horror Nights. Well, I think the rest of our family stayed at like Epcot or something. They're like, no, we're going to do something cute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, mm, we're going to drink around the world in Epcot. <laughs> Y'all have yeah, fun. Yeah, so they didn't come. And I remember Austin was super excited like leading up to it, but he was really, really quiet the whole day. And I thought that's our brother, Austin. And I thought he was mad at me. And I was like, Austin, why aren't you talking? And it turns out it was because he was terrified. <laughs> oh, I didn't <laughs> know scared. that. Yes, he was so scared and he was just like really quiet and like surly the whole day. I'm like, why are you being so weird? And I, and I had the map out because I was like, okay, these are what the houses are. These are the ones that I definitely want to hit. Like 
this is the order we're going to go. We're going to go in the park and we're going to run straight here and we're going to wait in line and we're going to run straight here and we're going to ignore all this stuff. And I was like planning, planning, planning. I was like this self-appointed captain, like guiding my troops to battle. Yeah, everyone got to pick. I think the way we had we planned it was like, okay, we're not gonna have time to go to all of them. So each one of us is going to pick. Okay, what's the what's the house you want to go to? So we kind of yeah. did it that way. It was the I guess I'm super mainstream and not as into horror. So my obvious choice was that year. Kind of the premier house was Stranger Things. So that was the Stranger one. Stranger Things I was to a go good to. house. Yeah, the and first I, one. I love. I, I really enjoyed the first season at least. Um, it was that a was good a whole house. Other story, but I was excited about Stranger Things. It was a really good house. Austin um, wanted so, to go to the um, Halloween one. The Halloween house. Yeah. They had a Michael Myers house. That was the first one we went to because it was like right at the front of the park. We're like, mm-hmm. okay. We just went in line. And I was real. I was stressed. I was stressed because I felt like I'm the only one that's been. I have to like guide us. And if we fail to meet anyone's houses, then it's on me and I'm a bad person, which was not true. Um, but we were pulling in and we were parking and I was like, okay, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And my dad was like, actually, I have a surprise for you guys. Here are all your tickets. And they had express passes, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. Yeah, um, it was a game changer. Game changer. So the express passes are um, a separate ticket. They're extremely expensive. It was a very big splurge. And um, it, it's like if you ever had like a fast pass or skip, like kind of skipping the main queue. There's still a queue, but it's it's shorter. And so we got to see all the houses and we were like drinking all of the drinks. And um, we, we ran that place to the ground. I still have the... Um they had these souvenir cups that were really fun. It was these souvenir cups that had like, um, they like would light up basically when you would press on them, they would light up and they're like, would have like crazy straws and there was good food. Well, I mean, not by good food, I mean, trashy, but Trash delicious food. food. <laughs> um, and dad was like, get all the drinks you want. And so it was like this fun. I think, was I still in college or no, it might, was I still in college? You were in med school. I might have just been in med school, so I probably needed all of them, all of them more. <laughs> but it was really fun. And then on top of that, so um, on top of like watching Sarah, I mean, watching Kate and Austin scream uh, in the haunted houses, um, and then like going through the scare zones, which I really loved. Everything was decorated immaculately. And then on top of that, you could go to the normal parts of the, uh, not all of them, but there are a lot of areas of the park that were open. There are a lot of areas of the park that were open, um, like the rides and the Harry Potter land, and you could go to those and there would be no line. So we did, I remember doing the Mummy's Revenge, which normally you would have to like go first thing in the morning and that would be it for you if you went on on a traditional day. But the other beauty of Halloween Horror Nights is it kind of opens up the park for you to be a kid in a candy shop with some of the, mm-hmm. the regular rides. Yes. I, I remember going, walking into Diagon Alley, which is one of the scare free zones, so um, people like our mom who have no interest in any of this but got dragged along can be like, I'm going to go get an ice cream and shop for wands. <laughs> They're just like in their safe space. I just I, re- I remember like we came in at six and we left like as the park was closing and I had blisters all over my feet and I was limping. And as I was I was like visibly limping and as I was limping happily out of the park, one of like the murderous chainsaw clowns just went, <laughs> she got a limp. <laughs> Because now she Austin got a says limp. that all the time, and I forgot that that's what that was from. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, we say it all the time now in our house. She got a limp. She got a limp. <laughs> she got a limp. Yeah, the actors are very interactive, and that's always been my favorite part of regular theme parks. I love like 
if y'all been to Disney World and did like the stupid jungle cruise, not stupid jungle cruise, but it's like slow, but I love the- It's been there since the park started though. It's like- Exactly. It's classic. Like it's a little clunky, but you go there because of the the actor participation or and that's like, there are plenty of rides at Universal, like Jaws, for example. Oh, RIP. <laughs> As I said it, my <laughs> heart so dropped. Sad. Um, but I think that's one thing that's so much fun is you have all these people who are like dressed to the nines as like, there was like a vampire, like a um, new uh, New Year's vampire area. Yeah. How, how do it, you describe what, that, I Kate? It, oh God, it was a, it was a weird theme. It was it's a like, weird thing, but it worked. It was, it were it was my favorite scare zone. It was Same. a night, it was nineties themed, but also vampire themed, but also New Year's Eve. Themed. Yeah. There was a lot of layers, <laughs> but you, they would periodically have dance parties. Um, and there'd be live performers and um, that were like singing. And then while that's going on and people are getting distracted, there's also like 90s dress like retro vampires kind of creeping around near you it was literally they had like a skeleton that was impaled on like i remember a skeleton was impaled on like a guitar or on a microphone stand i think yeah on a microphone stand it's It's just like cool set design just everything is just really cool it just feels like you get to be a kid i think that's why i like it so much even though i'm not traditionally into horror i'm just like wow i will go anywhere that lets me to lets me be a kid like this yeah a hundred percent and everyone there is just toddlers it's just a sea of toddlers Drinking and a bunch being of drunk toddlers. By, is that Mulaney, a sea of drunk toddlers? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what that's from. Uh, but it's amazing. But I, I am here because they've recently announced the Halloween Horror Nights 30, which is a very, very big deal because last year Horror Nights was understandably, but still unfortunately canceled. Um, it was very heartbreaking. Like we all knew it was going to happen. We were all just kind of like staring at our computers. Like, when are they going to say it? When yeah. are they going to say it? And it was like family, July. Our family's has, my dad loved it so much whenever he finally took us that he, and he told me this literally last week. And when he came for my match, like when he was in town, he said, I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights every year until I die. He literally said, that. <laughs> oh, he just like, really lo- awesome. I think my dad like loves being able to be a kid again. So, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So like we, we decided as a family that we understand that, you know, we all have different schedules and we're all professionals and aren't necessarily able to all go every year, but every year we're going to get together, whoever's available to go and go make our track. Yeah. I, I literally, whenever I got hired at my new job, I'm like, Hey, love to work here. There is one thing. <laughs> yeah. I am taking off in October and that's just the way it's going to be. And well, Kate's like, oh, also cool. taking off for her wedding, but <laughs> right after her wedding, that's the, true. the first part of her um, she sent us this really kind email where it's basically like, Hey, after I get married, I'm going to, um, universal for the first portion of our honeymoon. Y'all are welcome to come. I'm staying in this fancy hotel, but y'all can, y'all can come and stay <laughs> as plebeians. <laughs> and then my y'all dad, can stay my mom and dad, the best Western. Yeah. Then my mom and dad were like, actually, we already booked a, <laughs> we already booked a hotel. Actually, we booked a fancier hotel yeah, than you. Much. We were excited. We're going for um, literally the day after our wedding. We're packing our bags and we're leaving to go to Horror Nights. And we're hoping that most of our family can come because it's that important to us. We're getting married in October and we're like, we're that's great, but we're still not missing. <laughs> yeah, I have we're like four not- weeks of vacation and I'm already trying to commit one week. As soon as we're given the ability to kind of submit our desired weeks off, I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to try to encapsulate your wedding and also the following Horror Hells Nights. yeah. So that's Hells Yeah. Worth it. Yeah. And the good thing is most people are trying to get off around like Christmas and New Year's and stuff like that. No one's really trying to ask off in October. So it works really well. Yeah. That's a good point. 
Mm-hmm. And Horror Nights 30, so that was announced this year. We're very excited. It's been 18 months since we've been waiting for them to announce that they're going to have a Horror Nights. So mm-hmm. there are people who are even bigger fans than I am who have been going since it started. And so there's there's big hype for this year. Big hype. Um, the tagline is controversial in that it's not as exciting as some people wanted it to that? be. Have you... Uh, so the tagline for this year is never go alone. Hmm. Yeah. So hmm, it's the vibe of most people. I don't um, know what it means. Like, like I mean, I, um, I get it as a vague horror sentiment, but I don't quite understand. What was the tagline when we went? Do you remember? No. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe it doesn't matter that much in that case. It does. I know that they've done like, I know they do themes and the themes might be better than the actual tagline. So I think the tagline, I'm not mad about it. I'm just happy we're getting a horror night. Yeah, exactly. Um, some people are really upset about it. I'm j- I don't care. Like, I'm just happy we're getting a horror nights and horror nights. And I could see it being like a good tagline. Like if they're, if this year they're really going to be um, targeting people who are standing by themselves, which they do every year. I was like, like my first year I was waiting in line for a pretzel and um, I was by myself and the lady who was giving me the pretzel was like, oh, there is, does he want a pretzel too? And I turned around and there was just like a serial killer with a machete behind me. <laughs> it was <laughs> dope. Funny. So they, they target people who are alone. So I wonder if they're just going to like amp that up this year. I think that would be very easy to do and mm-hmm. also um, easy to socially distance do. <laughs> so I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know about the, at least one of the horror houses that are being produced for this year. You know about yes, the, big the, Be- one. the Beetlejuice one. Yeah, the Beetlejuice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's I'm, the one that I know about because Dad posted in the group message for Austin. Yeah, so Austin, our brother, if you've listened to our Beetlejuice episode, is um, to put lightly obsessed with Beetlejuice. Yeah, like obsessed with Harry Belafonte because his music is featured in Beetlejuice. Obsessed with Winona Ryder. Though who can blame obsessed them? Obsessed with Catherine O'Hara. Obsessed with Catherine O'Hara, which was heightened. <laughs> in our current climate of Shit's Creek. Um, so yeah, he yeah, obsessed is definitely an understatement. Part of his so identity is, would be more accurate. He would build he, Sam's houses that were made like the Beetlejuice house. I Correct. think it might be why he went into interior design. <laughs> it Yes, 100% is so he can ultimately build the Beetlejuice house IRL. So that's the that's the big house. That was the one that they announced. Um, I know that was one. Whenever okay, so whenever they tried to do horror nights, they they start producing this the second that the f- current horror nights is done. They're like, all right, next year, let's go, and they start making houses, making houses. And so the Beetlejuice house was one that they had in production for 2020 and then whenever that got shut down they did what is now referred to as halloween horror nights light or hhn light which is they canceled horror nights and the park still closed at five um, and everything was socially distanced and masks blah 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 Um, but they did have two houses that were open during the day so that people could still experience those houses that they've worked so hard on (laughs) that they've spent so much time making i wonder if that at least that maybe got new fans was it just because i would assume it was part of your standard entry to the park yeah yeah it wasn't separately ticketed and they were very careful not to use the term halloween horror nights mm-hmm. um because they didn't want people flocking to go to halloween horror nights mm-hmm. and they also didn't want this like very very like this fraction of an event to be compared to 
the like this bombastic event that is Horror Nights. So they're like, they took it off the t-shirts. Like it was not Horror Nights, but everyone colloquially calls it HHN Light. Yeah, that makes sense. I hope that they got some uh, poor souls like myself who, you know, would traditionally not sign up for something like that outside of our childhood obsession. But, you know, can, can we're just like, what's this attraction? Yeah, exactly. But can appreciate <laughs> it on a small scale and be curious enough to want to see it on a larger scale. For sure. And they had the Beetlejuice house and they had another house that was um, themed after the Tooth Fairy. And I have a feeling that that's going to be featured this year, which is good because I want to see it. It sounds really cool. Um, And they have another house that was accidentally leaked. Like we're not supposed to know about Mm. it yet, but we do. Um, So basically Peacock, and yeah, I'm going to make fun of the streaming service that is Peacock because it's a stupid streaming service that no one needs. Yeah, it's very unnecessary. I did. I will give it a shout out because that's where I found American Psycho whenever we covered that. Are you serious? That's on yeah, Peacock? Yeah, seriously, that's the one that I found it free on there. I don't even know how because Peacock's not supposed to be. I don't I don't quite know how it worked out, but I did get it from that. Fascinating. I remember specifically downloading it onto my, not Roku, but my TV to get that one. From Peacock. Okay, yep. maybe maybe I need to, you know. Yeah, so back off, Kate. <laughs> back off, Peacock. I know, I just think about them because they yanked the office from Netflix whenever it was getting super soup because it was, you know, quarantine and everyone was watching the office for the 80th time. I did not realize that, but yeah. And so they were like, no, that's ours. That's ours. You can't play with that. And so they did this obvious cash grab for the office and they put it on their own platform service, which at this point, this is just becoming confusing cable, but I'm not getting into that right now, (laughs) but tell me about the, the leak. Yeah. So Peacock accidentally leaked a video late, one night that confirmed one of, I didn't get to see it because they've taken it Typical down and wiped peacock. it off the internet. Stupid ass peacock. <laughs> but they, they leaked that they had one of the already built houses for HHN 30 for this year. Um, and it was, it's reused from what they were going to use from 2020. Um, and it looks really, really cool. So first of all, the name is really cool. So um, it's called Puppet Theater Captive Audience. Oh, I like it. I yeah, don't so first love all, puppets, puppets either. No, or puppets, puppets are I terrifying. Guess. Puppets are a no. Puppets are terrifying, but I love the the pun with the captive audience. And I have um a little blurb about it if I if I could read that. Yeah, absolutely. So this is the theme. And for all of the horror houses and horror nights, they have stories behind them, like pretty fascinating, like full fledged stories. Yeah, I remember the year that we went. There were dad kept sending us emails because he would I guess had signed up to a, a newsletter and they would send mm-hmm. one of the houses the year we went or the year I went was a sort of quarantine now it's kind of dark but it was like a a French yeah. quarantine uh, theme and so there was all these letters coming that were coming in periodically from somebody theoretically that was you know it was written as if somebody was going through this period of oh why are they evacuating us et cetera et cetera and it was very well produced and very compelling and really made you want to know what was going to happen next and then in turn want to go to the house so um, yeah they really put a lot of work into it I think I enjoyed that house way more because I was following this like postcard story mm-hmm. about the background of the house anyway so tell me about the uh, the the about for the puppet theater captive audience yes please around the turn of the 20th century pesties puppet troupe from eastern europe I love set up shop <laughs> i know i just like i really like that theme like i like yeah that we're sold setting. enough early 1900s eastern europe okay i'm, I'm there <laughs> set up shop 
at the Grand Theater or the Grandeur Theater in San Francisco. They were later joined by a ballet group. One day, the theater collapsed due to an earthquake, trapping the puppet troupe, ballet group, and patrons inside. Slowly, all of the trapped people go mad. The puppet troupe begins taking the patrons and mutilating them by turning them into puppets. I expect to be very frightened by this one. <laughs> yes, me too. I'm really excited. And there's video because like there's like little snippets that were leaked, and I'm I'm trying not to look at them because I just want to be surprised. I want to look, but at I'm them. very very excited. No, don't tell me. I'll let you know how they. Are. Well, I- <laughs> no, don't tell me. <laughs> As you're saying, only don't tell, tell me, me if I'm it's like, good. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> only tell me if it's good. I'll tell you um, that. Oh yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you vaguely. And another thing that I'm I'm very curious to see how this goes because last year, even though they only had two houses for HHN Light, they still had masks on all of the scare actors. Um, they designed them very cleverly so they were like scary masks, and they had a lot of plexiglass used to keep like partitions between the guests and um typically for horror nights because again the queue is crazy and there are these throngs of wild drunk people trying to get (laughs) in all the houses so they do it conga line style it's not like your small town horror house where they pulse you through in groups it's just a little conga line so i think if i understand correctly last year they didn't they because they had to socially distance so they sent you out in groups because you're not you can't be body to body Mm -hmm. against strangers um so I think they'll probably be doing that this year. I think it's going to make the lines crazy, but I think it's going to make the houses infinitely better. Um, but, you know, the experience in the queues is going to be infinitely worse. But yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm curious to learn about how it compares to previous years because I agree with you that sort of personal experience is worth something. But will it be worth as much if you're that much more annoyed? Go again. I do know that they require the use of hand sanitizer before entering the houses and they use it after they exit and they you know, they limit the capacity. So I'm wondering like, are they going to have a cap on attendance, right? Are they going to sell out of tickets? I don't know. Well, what if I'm we all reach excited to find out by then? I, you know what? Theoretically, I, we could reach it by May. By May? I mean, I've read that, but I'm just holding on to that as truth, even though I don't necessarily think it is. I mean, it, I, I think it's really bad, enough. but I'm, but by October, I mean, that's very, very possible. Um, and I wonder if, so if that, that kind of begs the question if they're already making their costumes now i wonder if they're incorporating masks into all of their costumes right now i'm sure they are yeah i would assume that would be the smart thing to do yeah that'd be the smart thing to do we'll see i i just hope i don't know if you guys have an opportunity to get a vaccine get it it. because i gotta go to horror nights (laughs) (laughs) we need herd immunity you guys yeah for many reasons get your vaccine but mostly for horror, horror nights. <laughs> That's all I have. I'm, if you guys know anything else about horror nights, please tell me. I'm devouring every single morsel of information that I can find. Um, if you have an experience at horror nights or at any sort of spook house, I'd love to hear it. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for this mini episode. Yeah, just that, very excited about the announcement. That kind of got me hyped. Now I'm now I'm motivated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a job now and I'm motivated to block off that week for horror nights yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, Slash my wedding. Yes, I mean, plus your wedding. Plus that. <laughs> also, I'm in it, so I should probably say Also, that. you're kind of the maid of honor, so please come to the wedding. <laughs> come to the wedding. Okay, fair enough. Okay, well, like, that's, uh, now that I have a reason to go. Well, in the um, spirit of keeping these mini episodes mini, I think I guess we'll end it there. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, tune in next week for... I hate to even say it, but we're covering Saw. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I haven't seen it. Okay. 
I did forget. I thought I, sure oh, I forgot. Oh, okay. Guess all right. All right. I'm gonna have to Nick's not gonna watch it with me. It's just gonna be me alone. If I have <laughs> to watch it, gonna... Nick has to watch it. I don't quite know how that he, makes what? sense. What? He's <laughs> he's not in this podcast. Whatever. He's engaged to you. You're right. He has duties, husbandly he does duties. Have husbandly duties. Duties. Okay. Enough. Do 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 do's. And scene. And Thank you guys scene. so All much. Right. We'll see you next time. Bye guys. Stay spooky.